first piece where you talk a lot about hardship. But what does that mean? Obviously, we talk about it. What does it mean as we claim it? What do you hear when you speak about faith? Sometimes we use the word faith to mean hope. Uh, as in, you know, you, you've just got to have faith. And a common way to use it, to think of hoping that something will, will work out or a plan to come together. Hey, we just trust in God. And, and that's definitely part of faith. It's helpful, but it's not the whole thing. Because faith is more than just a, a desire or, or a wish. Other times we use the word faith to mean something more like trust. And this is perhaps even a bit closer to the mark. This helps fill out our definition. Because when we put those two together, the, the sort of faith that Christ calls us to in the scriptures is one in which we place our trust in Christ that he will take care of us. He'll take care needs. All that we truly need, all that would genuinely bring us joy in eternity, that's provided by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is what faith does. So, and yet, even as I say that, even as I explain it, Sometimes the best way to understand something is to see it in action. It's to see what it does rather than just describing how it is. And that's what we are going to have before us this evening in the famous chapter of Hebrews, chapter 11. But first, your question might be, how does any of that relate to Christmas? And the answer is that Christmas is the time when we celebrate our hope being focused on our role as Christians. So in Christ, our, our faith becomes in Jesus. We meet a person who walks the talk, who, who lives and dies for us. One who grows on the third day. Christmas, then, is when our faith becomes a time not only by hope of a rest year to come, but now by a person who acts, one who has accomplished everything that is necessary. And to believe that at this life stage of our reality, we call that person Christian. Faith actually has everything to do with it. We live in the time between Christ's Hebrews 
place of reassurance became hopeless. The conviction seemed not to come. So by it, the people of old received eternal life. Let us start then with what faith is. The Hebrew of the book is in large part a term. So it includes uh, parts that comment on the, on the Old Testament and how, how Christ has fulfilled the prophecies. It includes challenges and applications. It's filled with encouragement. It, it generally reads from plainly from the beginning to as we get toward the end, more and more of the practical application of how we do this type of ritual. We're going to explore more of that in an upcoming sermon series, but for our purposes here this morning, chapter 11 is found in the part of the book where the transition ends. The transition from encouragement and benefit to conviction and ritual and fear. And we're going to see a bit of both of those this week. But to do that, we need to see and understand, we need to to grasp how the Bible defines what faith is in this passage. And we get two statements this morning. It's the assurance of things hoped for, and it's the conviction of things not seen. So faith isn't simply an empty kind of hope. Well, you know, I hope it works. I hope it works. But wouldn't that be nice if I had anything? That's not what faith is in the Scriptures. Instead, it is a a trust crisis. It's a, a surely this will happen. God has said it, and so we believe it. His word is, is trustworthy. So you can stake your life on it. You can be sure that much of the time it's true. What we have in mind is true. Much of the time the faith in view gets a few, few twists on it and when you serve people, when you're helping to calm their fears and, and address their concerns, so you might say something like, oh, no, you know, you don't have to worry. Or it's, it's all taken care of. Rest assured in God. But that's where the sort of faith that we're called to needs to start. So we can be sure, certain about this, that God is true. So is it any wonder, then, that we see this so often in Scripture? Think of, of Jesus or his, his disciples. So often, what would you call them? Unsuccessful. What would you say is just another way of saying unsuccessful? That's what the sort of faith that he is speaking about and inviting us to think about in our faith. That's why Paul has called these who follow him said than done, isn't it? We're called to believe certain things about Jesus, and we're called to believe those things even though we don't directly see him right now. Whatever the case, the faith that we have to trust him and that he does see us. In fact, 
for the Duke's interest only, and he was not found to defraud a creditor. Now before he was taken, he was humiliated and shamed by Herod. And without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists, and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unheard of, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. Thus he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that is through faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance, and he went by faith he was to live in the land of promise as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs of the promise, for the same promise. He was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. Faith says the steps that he was asked to complete, even when he was at the earth, when he was considered unfaithful to a trust. Therefore, for one man, one faithful, the one fleeing, as many as the stars of heaven and be of the innumerable bands of the sea, peace Thank you, Holy Spirit. Two high pictures here of true and real faith lived out say, a faith that isn't just about raising your head, isn't just about people who get it all right, sort of saintly ones that we all know we'll never add up to. This is how those beliefs lead each of these people out. The first example given is spiritual faith. We read in verse 3 that it takes faith to believe the opening sentence of this verse. folks debate over what we read as the job of the unit, of the pen. By all means, yes, we should investigate how, how genuine, unbiased science shows and confirms what God's word says. Yes, but there's truth in the scripture that we can't destroy that. God's Word. He knows how we live. He's related that information to His people so that we can ultimately read our books and trust Him. Will we receive your faith with all of our faith, even the parts that are Everything we need to know. Be a grace to us every bit as 
Anonymous Church is to believe in who this author is and work out sacrifice that was pleasing to the Lord, and there they are, even before there was a written Bible or a preacher or priest. And we have to have faith in the God who created everything, who looked around and unlike our modern world, who didn't say, oh, the world on the cover is so strange, so different. But we looked around and said, wow, this is amazing. Someone must have made it all. Be interesting. And it is. And true, his faith was made out of rudimentary, but it's the truth. Trust in the hope of the gospel and the truth. The God who is and has always been, the God who is there, because of which we now have the gospel and the truth. Faith makes possible even when you don't understand walking in a manner that honors the Lord even when you're not sure that all the lies in that story are true. That's what we believe. That's what faith is. Faith is that which we see and believe that Jesus is Christ. Enoch provides our third example, a man who was found faithful and unlike everyone else that was there. Such that the only way to take it seriously is to 
trust the Lord. Okay, God, I don't really know what a wolf's blood is. I don't really look for it. But I need you. I believe that you are helping me to do what I can do. Help me. And that's the way that each and all in the herd trust in the Lord when there is a massive calamity they kind of cast their eyes His face shows up righteously, so we can say, I'll go and do religion that is God pleasing. We don't bear down manifest what we should have manifest because we put this on God and this trust in Him. And once it shows up,
called died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from a distance, and after having acknowledged that they were strange women and entire foreigners. Let's see if we can speak that and make it clear that they are seeking strangers. They had been preaching at that moment in Lakeshore, Florida. They would have had opportunity to be